0: Hello, Erica.
1: Hello, Stephen.
0: We've just watched the next two episodes of Serial Mm U, The Myth Makers.
1: Yes. Small Profit, comma, Fast Return? Is that it? Quick Quick Return. Quick Return. I love titles that have punctuation in them, so I'm very happy with that one.
0: Apparently, uh, this is the only one... Didn't we say last episode that all four episodes initially, as submitted, had puns in the title? Um, Other titles were... um, Hmm?
1: There were six. Aren't there six episodes? There's only four. Why was I thinking there was... Oh, there's only four. There's only four. I thought there were six. Damn, damn, now I'm sad. I wanted there to be more.
0: There isn't another six-part episode until Patrick Chilton's first. Wow.
1: I think this might be the first time I've ever wanted a 4 part or that would be longer.
0: That is weird indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other titles... I, I don't know what the other one was, but one was... Uh, Zeus ex machina or Zeus ex machina. Yep. Uh, that might have been the first one. And uh, is there a doctor in the horse?
1: You did. I think you mentioned that last time. Did was, I? Oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, one. that's fantastic. Well, either that or I knew it. One way or the other, that's great.
0: Yeah. Apparently, small profit, quick return is referring to Vicky because she's a small profit and the quick return to, I don't know what that means, but.
1: Well, probably she returns from the jail cell pretty quickly. She gets out of it. Well, but that doesn't happen in that same episode. I don't know.
0: No, uh, it might be her returning to Troy in the TARDIS, perhaps?
1: But that's not really returning, because she wasn't there in the first place. I don't know.
0: <clears throat> no. Oh, maybe it's somebody else who's quick re- who's returning quick.
1: Paris, because he captures Stephen.
0: That could be it, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Or Diomede.
0: Di- yes, uh, uh, Cressida. You mm-hmm. could call Vicky now.
1: Yeah, that was... Uh, that's that's one of the, the the weak links I think of this that they just decide Vicky is too weird sounding a name <laughs> mm-hmm. so they decide to call her something else. That's it's a little thin. I mean I understand where they're going with it with the whole Troilus and Cressida thing, but yeah, talk about telegraphing. Wow.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Not knowing the um, the Trojan War mythology no. legend and all that, I hear Cressida, I think Toyota. Why um, Toyota Cressida? Is, is a car
1: really I'd never heard of it yep
0: Corolla Cressida Cressida was sort of the larger don't think they make them anymore but in the 80s they they made Toyota Cressida's they were sort of a little larger than your uh Corolla and mm. Camry. Tercel mm.
1: well that's all wrong Camry. because as we just discussed <coughs> Cressida yep. is a small profit
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the legend of uh Troilus and Cressida
1: uh i don't actually remember i've i've read the shakespeare play at least once but
0: there's a shakespeare play about them
1: it's called it's called (laughs) troilus and cressida i'm
0: learning this is amazing
1: (laughs) yes they they have a a star-crossed love story sort of thing oh Um, no
0: no no, that's romeo and juliet
1: that you're thinking of shut up uh yeah so she's um as is, is far like I said I don't remember very clearly but I don't remember Cressida actually being from the future and appearing in a time machine <laughs> just that that might have been a little bit outside of uh outside of the story
0: it would have been amusing though if it had and Shakespeare wrote it after the doctor visited him in Shakespeare in love
1: <laughs> there you go that's that's I'm certain that's exactly how it played out yeah
0: uh so what do you think about these uh, middle two episodes
1: they're really good. I'm still a little sad now that they're the only two. I it took me a little while to sort of um, get into the Troy side of things. I really enjoyed all the Greek stuff last week in the in the Greek camp. It was fast paced and entertaining, and you know, kind of the dialogue was was funny without being without being terribly wacky, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the Troy side is much more sitcom. It is. It is very much like a. It's a family sitcom, basically. Like I expect, if I could see the moving pictures, there would be a couch in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the scene, and a kitchen off to the left, and and a dinner table where everybody sits on one side for no good reason. Right. Like it just. It felt very much like a sitcom. So it took a little while for me to kind of adjust to that sort of you know meet the Bickersons. They live in Troy.
0: <laughs> Troy, New York.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but but sort of once I once I figured out that that rhythm, um. It's it annoyed me a lot less. I mean, it didn't really annoy me too much in the first place, but I was kind of like, "Really, this is?" But I hadn't, I hadn't really realized that it was supposed to be a flat-out comedy in the first episode because it was, I think, it was more subtle. Yeah, and there was more tension involved in the first episode because you didn't necessarily know how they were going to treat the doctor. And while yes, Odysseus was a little bit over the top I mean it's Odysseus I feel like Odysseus should be over the top I don't know that Paris should necessarily be quite that goofy just based on my uh, my thoughts
0: yeah Barry Ingham is Paris he is playing at broad comedy the whole way here he's basically he's acting in some sort of carry-on film I think essentially
1: yeah it does it does feel like yes it's it's carry-on Troy yeah Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) very much they probably made one of those too I'll bet
1: oh I have no idea no but uh but yeah I didn't mind it and the I mean the dialogue is great. I think Troy, or Troy. I think Paris is maybe a little bit a little bit broad, a little over the top uh performance-wise, at least from what I can tell from the uh from the dialogue. But uh, Priam is he is on the money. His his back and forth with uh with Vicky are are quite good and there are a number of of scenes with uh both uh Stephen and Vicky kind of very dryly responding to whatever it is that the other person says to them like you know I I, uh, I can't remember but something
0: along is like you know but uh we, you know what Priam says kind of like uh, mm-hmm.
1: um, oh I, I remember yeah don't worry you know <clears throat> you're not going to die until I say you're going to yeah. die and, and she's like oh that's very comforting yes uh and basically the same thing on the other side with Stephen and it's just I there's a little part of me that's kind of glad that we can't see it because i'm really enjoying just listening to the rhythms of the dialogue go back and forth because it's just sparkling like it's just snap 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 back and forth and i think if i was watching i wouldn't be focusing quite so closely on on the words and they're they're good words very good words
0: good words by <laughs> donald cotton this is the only uh, episode directed by michael leeson smith Um, Which is a shame because, you know, if you you know what other directors do with episodes, you can kind of imagine perhaps what he might have done in this particular instance. You can sort of try and envision the episode a little better. But I don't know what else he's directed, uh, especially around this time. So this is a difficult one to sort of envisage in my head, apart from the odd 8 millimeter home movie clip that we've been Mm -hmm. able to see.
1: Yeah, but if somebody else had directed it, they might not have directed the actors so well to get these yeah. wonderful, you know, back and forth, very well-timed performances out of them. So I'm I'm glad it was directed as it was, even if that means I can't picture it, mm-hmm. uh, except for, like you said, the uh, the little bits of, of moving, tiny bits of moving pictures, which that's still, it's cool to have even those little bits. Yeah, uh,
0: a, a little bit of trivia about the um, the horse that you see there. You know, like sometimes the Loose mm-hmm. Cannon people sort of like reconstructed, stuck, tra- reconstructed mm-hmm. some scenes and actually sort of played the out That horse is the actual original mm-hmm. uh, Trojan horse prop from the MythMakers. Really? Yes, it's owned by one David J. Howe, who uh, who lent it to the Loose Cannon people for uh, the production of this recon.
1: Wow, that is impressive. Yeah, how big is it, really? Uh,
0: I would say it's probably about three feet high, maybe about mm-hmm. from what I, from what I'm told, and what I, about pictures I've seen of it. So,
1: wow, and it's still holding up and exists. <clears throat> that's, that's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. See, the yeah. doctor was wrong; it didn't collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Look
0: at that! It's 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 outlasted the episodes themselves.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's impressive. Yeah. What do you
0: think of the? Um, What becomes a tradition in Doctor Who—the pairing up of a young companion with uh, someone who she's just met—how do you find that two scenes worth of romance from Troilus and Cressida?
1: That's part of the reason that I was really hoping that this was a six-parter. I don't know where I got that in my head, but um, I really wanted Vicky to have a good reason to leave. I do think that that she and we already spoil it in the last uh, lazy doctor who episode that i already know that vicky will be leaving at the end of the story. I i do think that of all of the companions that we have had so far and of many of the companions to come on, come later vicky is someone whom i see as it making sense for her to just choose to leave the tardis. She has always seemed very centered as a person. She she just seems like she is always herself wherever she goes and doesn't necessarily need to be clinging on to someone else to feel safe or anchored in the universe. She, she bonded with a doctor, which is something that I quite like, but it didn't seem like that bond with a doctor was something that was necessary for her to, to, I don't know, to feel like a whole person kind of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like... uh back in uh, the space museum right. I was thinking that it would have that would have almost been a good place for her to leave because she <laughs> is such a sort of take charge kind of person even as a, a young girl that I feel like she could have been really helpful for them there so I did feel like her line that you know I could be very happy here at g- given time did feel very forced mm-hmm. that d- that didn't seem like something that you know especially being said from a jail cell in the dungeon <laughs> of of a city uh didn't didn't quite ring true Mm -hmm. but i mean if anybody is going to feel comfortable in uh a new and different place i do feel like that's something that makes sense for for vicky as her character has been established but i'm really really sad that she's going already because i feel like we just got her
0: yeah, she she sort of establishes herself as being comfortable in past history in Earth on Earth too, because in like the Romans, she just sort of like wanders off. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay. I'm gonna go over there, go to the market, have fun, see you later. Mm-hmm. Same as in the Crusade, they just I'm gonna go off and do this. Mm-hmm. see you later doc you know that sort of thing so this kind of yeah uh, Maureen O'Brien this this was the first uh, immediate um, decision of the John Wiles Donald Tosh era and that because uh, this is the first story of the third production block basically goes from here until the smugglers and uh, Maureen O'Brien came back from her vacation after uh, after making the second series and basically says okay here's the new scripts oh by the way you're being written out
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's no good. No. I'm not, I'm not pleased about that. No.
0: Thus begins the um, the musical chairs of um, mm. Companions for the next little while.
1: Yeah. Deb on Verity is always saying that William Hartnell's Doctor, just, he goes through companions like tissue. Yeah. Like, yep, true. Yeah.
0: It has nothing to do with William Hartnell either. Oh, so.
1: no. No, no, no. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't mean that. Just, you know, in in story in the universe of Doctor Who, that <clears> the throat> first throat> Doctor has mm, so many more companions than any of, any of the rest.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got one more episode with Vicky. So. Mm.
1: I'm grumpy about that.
0: Yeah. Sorry about that. Mm.
1: But I'm I am very much enjoying this. It is it is delightful. It's it's a romp. I know that everybody is going to die in the next episode. Not because I've been <laughs> not just because I have been told that um that it's very dark at the end, but because I know what happens to (laughs) Troy. Like that's, that's one thing about historicals in, uh, you know, that, that are about particular historical events that, you know, they're not going to change history, not one line. Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm well aware that, uh, it's not going to end nicely for all of these, you know, delightfully bickery people in Troy. Well, okay. They're not all delightful. Cassandra is quite a pill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really is I mean I know in all of the legends she's she prophesies and she's never never believed which is you know her her sort of curse uh, but wow uh, in this comic interpretation of it it's, it's not so much that she's not believed it's that she's so obnoxious and annoying that nobody wants to listen to her so they just choose not to mm-hmm. and you know they, they they make her awful enough that I kind of don't blame them
0: and we'll find out in the next episode if she's right or not.
1: Oh yeah, I wonder. I wonder what's See? what's what is going to happen. <laughs> Just hmm. trying
0: to trying to do a cliffhanger here.
1: Well, yeah. I don't want a cliffhanger because I'm not done talking. Because uh, oh. the do- we haven't talked about the doctor. Oh,
0: we haven't talked about the doctor. What? what go on.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting. I thought. Sorry. I thought it was the, <laughs> my elbow I, fell and yeah. nearly knocked <laughs> your teeth out. Was- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please do not hit me in the face <laughs> with the microphone. Right. That's that's not good for podcasting. No. Um, so, I found it funny that at first. Uh, you know Stevens like why don't you tell him about the horse and the doctor's like no 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 that's ridiculous Homer must have made that up and then later he you know the flying machine thing doesn't pan out because Odysseus is a, he's a shrewd guy yep. like yeah you want to try this okay fine you get to fly first um so he eventually goes with the horse plan but I don't quite understand why the doctor is suddenly so he's just very hesitant about it he doesn't want to take part in in the first place you know i can kind of understand that but then like he's just he's really wanting to leave he's afraid it's going to fall apart why is the doctor so timid about it i mean he knows that this succeeds
0: because he is in the horse
1: well i know but he knows that the guys in the horse are the, the on the winning side
0: yeah but he doesn't want to be anywhere part of that battle basically is what he's saying
1: i guess but i mean the battle doesn't really happen when they come out of the horse i mean in most of the tellings of the legend they sneak out in the middle of the night they open the gates everybody else comes in and that's you know how they slaughter so i don't know like i feel like that that, not that i'd want to be there but if i was i probably wouldn't be as worried about it as the doctor because i just you know sneak out and hide in a corner somewhere until it's all over i don't know it just it's it seemed a little strange yes shut up phone Mm -hmm. um i don't know it just it didn't seem
0: Maybe if we, uh, in this instance, if we were able to see it, the body language, perhaps, of what uh, what William Hartnell was doing, to sort of, say, <laughs> I'm just going to go and hide in the corner, that sort of thing.
1: It it probably was meant to just kind of play into the comedy of the whole thing, and, mm. and it's, you know, that's, he's playing the, the I'm trying to get out of it sort of character, which I don't think is necessarily the greatest fit for the Doctor, to be perfectly honest, um, but... Yeah, I guess we're probably missing a good half of the performance by only hearing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Want to watch the next one? I don't or, do you, know if, or
1: do you have anything else to say? I don't know if I want to watch the next one right away. This is, you know how I feel about endings. And now that I know that there's only four episodes and that Vicky's going to leave at the end of it, I kind of want to leave it for a day or two and just let it stretch out a little bit more. Sorry. You don't look happy about that at well, all.
0: Well, no, because at, at the end of an ending is another beginning.
1: Hmm be poetic all you want but vicky's gonna be gone and everybody's gonna die so i would like to uh i've, I've enjoyed this very much so i kind of want to let it i want to let it sit in my head the way that everybody who watched it originally would have gotten to do sure. i don't I, we don't necessarily have to wait an entire week who knows we might you never know but uh but yeah i would i would like to let it stew a little bit yeah because i i like it so well, that makes me
0: happy, especially since it's a historical and you just reviewed yeah. the Aztecs again for Verity and you were slightly less displeased with it, but you were still displeased with it altogether.
1: Yeah, I did like it better the second time I watched it, but there's still, yeah, that is, that story is just so not for me. Um, and this one is, but you know what? Again, remember I liked the crusade, even though that was a historical, uh, because it was, you know, there were knights and kings and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, ancient Greek history is another one of my sort of like happy places when it comes to ancient history and things that I'm interested in. And while there's nothing supernatural going on in this story, um, one of the more interesting things that I found about studying ancient Greece was the gods and goddesses and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, technically there's no supernatural stuff, but I associate supernatural things with... With ancient Greece and ancient Troy. So, you know, there's, there's an awful lot of myth and legend that is close to my heart here. You just like Clash of the Titans. I do like Clash of the Titans. Oh, wouldn't it be great if there was a little mechanical owl in Doctor Who? That would make me very happy indeed. Yes. You've never seen Clash of the Titans. No. You have no idea what I'm talking no. about, do you? No. Mm-hmm.
0: Is, he, is he the Kraken who gets released?
1: No. And it's Kraken, not Kraken. Yeah. No, there's... actually, I should show you some video. Like, we should go on YouTube and find the little I can't remember his, what his name was. It started with a B, like Boobo or something like that. He's adorable. He's very cute.
0: Was he like Clash of the Titans' answer to R2D2? Um, maybe. Because uh, of that
1: 1981
0: we're talking about here.
1: Mm-hmm. Then, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. Okay.
0: Instead of looking for YouTube clips, maybe you would just watch the movie one day.
1: I would be happy to do that. It's. It's, I love it. It's ridiculous, but it is, it is fun. And you get, God, is Burgess Meredith in that?
0: Yes, he's there. in that, yeah.
1: Yes. And, you know, Harry Hamlin and Laurence Olivier playing Zeus. I mean, it's just, oh, it's ridiculous and delightful. And then you get the um uh, sort of stop motion-y animation type mm-hmm. stuff. Um, the name of the fellow I'm totally forgetting. Even
0: Ray Harryhausen. Harryhausen,
1: thank you. I don't know why I blanked on that. That's a thing I know very well. hmm yeah let's watch class of the titans how about that okay
0: I will track it down and watch that we won't do a lazy doctor who on it alas mm-hmm. but we will do one on episode four horse of destruction mm-hmm. aka is there a doctor in the horse
1: <laughs> oh that's just so good I feel like those titles would have would have made this even better because it would have probably cued into me that it was a comedy even a little sooner perhaps
0: the first three should have been amusing puns and then the fourth yes. <laughs> for something very grim
1: Yeah, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, wasn't meant to be. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.